0: in himself, I think he's one of the most overrated managers in Europe. I think he's the damnedest. He overrated. won two Champions
1: Leagues back to back. He, done his-
0: two. he <laughs> had infinity stones. It
1: doesn't matter though, because there's other managers that can Welcome back to another episode of the BTB podcast. You can tell off my voice. It's been a very, very eventful two weeks for Chelsea fans. But as we'll get into that later One, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Karis and Kevin. We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got the United Arsenal game to talk about. Um, we've got to talk about Haaland's goal scoring form, whether he's going to break the goal scoring record in the EPL. And then last but not least, we're going to talk about the situation on Chelsea. So let's start with the United the Arsenal game first, Carol. How did you think it went?
2: The thing is, yeah, I went to watch it with Kevin, and that's the biggest mistake ever because this brother, when um. United scores. He doesn't just cheer. He roars, basically. But <laughs> <laughs> we move. Um, In terms of the game, I was thinking, yeah, this is a lovely start. And then Saka puts that free ball into Martinelli. I thought, this is it. we were leading at Old Trafford. I thought that was that. I was gas, celebrating. I was, like, taking snaps. So I said it to people. Then it gets disallowed for... I mean, I'll say it's soft, but I understand why it was given. It is what it is. We can move on. Um. Yeah, throughout the game, I feel like we were the better team. But what kind of killed us in the day is that it was just small margin to that. Um, United exposed us well on the transition in the second half. And then it was just a lack of ruthlessness from us when we actually got in front of goal. So a lot of it was our own doing. But congrats to United for, you know, taking advantage of where we went wrong, I guess. And that's just how football is.
1: Yeah, I feel like just in general, that game, you guys, I wouldn't even say you played that badly. I think the score line, yeah, the scoreline makes it worse than it actually looked worse than it actually was. It wasn't your best performance, but it definitely wasn't like anything to write home about either. Um, you guys just let that that cutting edge in the final third. Like in the first half, I'm not going to lie you guys started off strong. Like you were taking it to them for like, the first 20 minutes. After
2: after the, after the first 10 minutes, I think they were dominating the first 10, but then mm-hmm. after that, we kind of just got into it and just were in our groove till we got that goal. Yeah, I
1: think in the in the, I'd say for the first like, 30 minutes, I was thinking, yeah, this could go either way. And then once United equalised, something changed for them. Like, it kind of clicked. And you guys kind of like... They're not
2: equalised, they took the lead.
1: Yeah, yeah, they took the lead, my bad. Um, yeah. I don't know, when it got to, when it, I don't know, it, at some point it just like you guys kind of like, checked out. It just seemed like the team wasn't really...
2: Concentration, i yeah. second half.
1: Yeah. yeah, it just felt like they kind of just like switched off. they just kind of like, you know what? They felt like, you know, we've gone down here yeah, and it's the beginning of the season. We're at the top of the table. If we lose this game now, it's cool. We'll, we'll pick up the three points elsewhere. It kind of seemed like that to me. But again, it's like, you know, you were on what a five game winning streak before that. So I
2: wouldn't I even think. say like we switched off purposely. It's more a case of that. Um, I don't know what it is. You were playing a high line. We always tend to do anyway. But it's just, you know, when you got these players like, they're not perfect, and you get what I mean. They're not City players, they're not, you know, prime Liverpool. So, of course, they'll have moments throughout the season where they'll switch off, and United basically killed us on the transition, to be honest. Like, United, I think they figured out very early that they're not going to dominate the ball and just, you know, pass around all the time. So, they've kind
0: of just, you know, countered us, and it worked. So, yeah, yeah. they're to, to them.
1: Kevin, what do you think?
0: Firstly, I think that... um the general outlook of the game, people are looking at United too much through the like the lens of like how City play. So Manchester United, notoriously, are not known for beautiful football, to be very, very honest. We don't play beautiful football. Most of our football is very rugged. It's not very pretty to look at, even under Alex Ferguson. But it was more the results that had us going on. And most fanship is just coming from the results. So regarding how the game went, it was a typical good day for United, I'm not going to lie to you. I do think it's a bit over overplayed that um we didn't deserve the win. So a lot of people on Twitter are saying that United didn't deserve the win. I firmly believe that tactically Eric Ten Hard got it right. The substitutions were awful for Marteta. Um the the, the the defensive partnership between Saliba and Gabriel was completely exposed. Anthony was very, very bright on the day. Um the midfield battle, we always knew Man United were going to lose. So I firmly believe that. Two teams who played to what is their strengths, United optimised their strengths more than Arsenal did. Hence, we deserve to win, in my humble opinion. Um, but yeah, like, I do think it was a bit harsh, the disallowed goal. And that probably did change the momentum in a negative way for Arsenal. But nevertheless, I think even if Odegaard brought his shooting boots, the most Arsenal would get from that day was a draw, in my opinion. That's just how I see it. Yeah, in terms of the game, like...
2: um I'm not one of those that are saying that United do not deserve to win. Like, yeah. <clears throat> for me, because we had moments where I'd say we were defensively naive, you, we can't exactly as our fans be like, oh, yes, we deserve to win And that. Don't get me wrong. I was pissed off with the referee a few times. Like, you know, Saliba um, got booked for his first foul, but Varane and Martinez made a number of fouls that were unchecked, basically. Yeah. But putting yeah. that personal frustration aside... If you look at the game overall, United were more ruthless on the counter attack when they had their chances, and that's really the main the main difference. Because we had like, if I remember correctly, we had 16 shots. United had 10, but the issue is that United had doubled the amount of shots on target, and that kind of sums it up. We were just not ruthless in front of goal when we actually had our opportunities, and we had quite a few to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah. People are saying Ramzor didn't know that Anthony's left footed. <laughs> <laughs> Because of the way he went down when he shot, them,
0: That was so, poor. So, yeah. On the a, on a, on a road, though, that's the beauty of a left-footed um, right-winger. United have been crying out for that for so many years now. Because in so many situations, Napoli just made it 3-0, by the way. You're yeah. a Oh, my gosh, yeah. No, in oh,
1: my God. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, next episode we're inviting squeeze. This is oh, own, yeah, bro. Free, yeah, bring him
1: back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, bring him back. Oh, got come back. We need to
1: talk.
0: <laughs> Honestly. Oh, yeah. It's so like Ambassador <laughs> like, Familo also cry. Look at you. You're walking alone. <laughs> well, anyway, what I'm saying. So, yeah, Anthony, I think it yeah. was fantastic. Samuel, Anthony. Um, son scored by the way. Simeoni's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what? right. Yeah, I'm watching the goal now, so uh, I love the fact they actually they actually disrupted the whole podcast. But now I'm authentic on the right wing I think was fantastic and I can see slowly the image of what Eric Hag wants to make. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to go on a, a mad win streak but one thing I will say is to just develop the conversation a bit more Arsenal's response to this game is essential for the rest of your season. If Arsenal drop their heads from this point going forwards nothing's changed. I'm so sorry. Because also um, a very good point that was made not by the best source but you guys know who Rance is isn't it?
2: Oh, that idiot,
0: yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm,
1: not,
0: I'm not a fan of the way he, he conducts himself. However, he made a good point in that, if I'm being honest, Tottenham had a harder run than Arsenal has. And the first big test you had, you fumbled. See, the thing is, I don't agree with this whole narrative because Rantz is very biased in the way he talks. Because, no, but, yeah, but let's, go, let's, look at, let's look at your first couple games. Let's look at your, your first couple of um, games. So we, games.
2: Beat, we beat teams that our teams couldn't
0: beat. So, so I'm not agreeing with this whole narrative of, oh, we've had easy games. So, so what was your first game of the season? I think of the season was Crystal
2: Palace. How many teams have struggled?
0: Then, then, C- you- opinion on that first game? Arsenal should win that anyway. Wait, say that again. So I'm saying that Arsenal's um, beginning of the season is a bit overhyped because they've had a quite a beautiful set of games to
1: begin. You can't, you can't really say, say that in, in Premier. You know, I can't I'm lie. has changed, changed now. The premise changed now. There's not really that... Who are their first five games again? You Fulham super team with Mitrovic.
0: Fulham with Palace, they drew. Palace, yeah. they drew. Yeah, Fulham, beat Fulham beat bro. the season. You're oh. not staying full of chess,
1: bro. Bro, they beat Liverpool? Yeah, have you seen their form this season? Did, you 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 goals? Goals? Did, they did they not beat Liverpool, or did they draw? Huh? Did they not beat Liverpool, or did they draw? I think they, they drew. They drew. Yeah, they, drew.
0: Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool.
1: Yeah, they couldn't, Liverpool couldn't even beat them, bro. can uh, Palace looks decent and Palace even... gave City a good game. Very good game. Look yeah, I am not you can't... winning five games in a row, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who's in front of you like it's not it's never easy to win five games in a row. Nevertheless, what about to to
0: when the Baba team came, you took three
1: goals.
0: What? When what? When the Baba team came, you took three goals. <laughs> but who's top of the league? Right but of the league? Yeah. I don't care. We're top yeah. of the league. I don't I, care. I also shameless, but yeah,
2: can't like... be like oh oh you had an easy one of games. The same Villa that we beat, they drew a
0: City. Yeah, yeah, but that don't mean nothing. Like you oh, it, oh, it oh, does oh, because it oh, means oh, that oh, this oh, whole oh, easy oh, game oh, thing oh, is a myth. Focus on your own plates. The first big six team you met, you suffered three goals. And we will whoop you at the Emirates. Don't worry. And, I do. Ironically, actually, no, I won't even say this no more. We're not even the worst team in the top six. It's Chelsea. No, it's Liverpool. It's Liverpool. It's Liverpool.
2: Don't worry. When Graham Potter comes, you'll be the worst team in the top six again.
0: Don't worry. I'm
1: <laughs> not, not going to lie here. Yeah. Tuchel's going Liverpool, bro. No, he's not. He's going Liverpool. They all sat Klopp. Ta- your time is done, old man. Klopp is... <laughs>
0: Klopp he's He's bro. Nah, Klopp is bigger than Liverpool. But yeah, yeah what was, was saying, about the game anyway? I, mean, I think Carlos was saying something. Yeah, as I was saying, guys like
2: Rants, you have to ignore them because they're just very biased and don't know how to talk about football properly. This brother is not from Manchester, just like you. He's from flipping Tottenham. No, but no, but, this, but
0: what? But, but this brother what? has some intense hatred for Arsenal, so I don't expect him to talk properly about Arsenal when it comes to it. I, I, I ain't even saying not on a mad, on a mad thing, but what I'm saying is true, and I'm sure you agree in that your response to this is very crucial for your team going forward. If you decide to go on a losing streak following this, that means your mentality is still as weak as it's always been.
1: said it here first on the podcast. Arsenal's going to lose or draw their next three games.
0: A hundred percent. Facts. Pickford is literally injured for their next game
2: and you think we're going to lose against Everton. Be Asmir
1: Begovic, masterclass.
2: <laughs> <Where are> you <laughs>
0: <shoes? laughs> Begovic, masterclass. Bro. Let's relax a bit. If you're not, if you're not <laughs> I still... Isn't more paid? I would dom- dominate your defense a few years ago. Anthony, one Gordon. game is getting you best. Regardless of am pain, is that I, I feel re- like re- this re- whole re- thing re- about re- our mentality re- is a bit
2: overstated because in loads of games this season, we've had times that we've gone behind, but we've come back like within 10 minutes, literally. Like Denzel, Kevin, you've seen that. We yeah, go behind, yeah, we'll score going three minutes, four minutes, eight minutes. The mentality is there. And he, Arteta, even said himself that. Their heads won't drop because they didn't play badly. If we played badly, then yeah, maybe it might happen, even though you don't want it to. But we didn't play badly, but those like the finer details where you win a game, the fine margin is where we lost. And it's like with Liverpool and City at the very top. In many seasons, they've been split by like one point, two point, three points. The margin at the top is very tight. So little mistakes can kill you. So in terms of Arsenal's like, we didn't play badly, but it's the little mistakes that United capitalised on. So I can never say that. They didn't deserve to win. It's t- Yeah. No, it, it won't. It will end in more tears for you, trust me. You're, gonna gonna play, the...
0: you're going to play City and they're going to humble you. <laughs> Look at this guy.
1: <laughs> hey, <well>, when Arsenal <laughs> play Chelsea, we're winning, you know? New manager bouts.
0: No, you're not, you're not, you're not, no, no, you're not. New manager bounce. Who's your creator? Mason, Mason Mount, relax. New <laughs> manager about <laughs> Relax.
1: Mason Mount, Mason Mount is not p- touching that wing again under Potter. Let me tell you that now, bro. No, this guy, the egg and beans Bruno Fernandes. As as Mason Mount that. is not seeing yeah, those right. wings under Potter. Remember I said that. Whenever right. he plays. He's either riding bench or playing eight. Simple. <laughs> because that whole wing nonsense, too cool, God will deal with you. As much as I loved him as a manager, yeah. Every week, this guy shoehorning him into the team. We'll get on to that anyway. And actually,
2: okay. I wanna, can I ask something as well? Who would you guys say were the best performers from the United-Austin game? Um, hey, Ericsson was cooking,
1: fam. He was very good. Ericsson was cooking, bro. Karis, tell the, the cooking. Cooking. Personally, I gave, I, my man of the match for that game was Rashford. Karis, Karis, tell the
0: listeners on the day what you said about Ericsson. What did I say about Ericsson? I can't remember. You know what you said. You know, you know <laughs> what you said. I swear, I, can't. <laughs> I <laughs> genuinely can't. No, no. If I knew, I would say. I I have to, it had to do with a pacemaker. You know what he said? <laughs> Wait, what did this guy say? No, what did I say? Oh, I don't remember. I'm hey, being dead serious. This guy basically called him a corpse, bro. He basically called him a corpse.
1: Oh, my
2: <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. I said we'll be dominated by a guy with a pacemaker. That's it.
0: I remember now. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I okay, can keep, keep on going. I just have to make it. I forgot bro. But, yeah,
2: my man... No, I genuinely, I genuinely forgot. But now I remember. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Rashford got, Rashford got two goals and an assist. It was on fire, man.
2: I would say he was, yeah, Ericsson for me was my man of the match. And then I would say, closely followed by Jesus, he was a really good all game. He didn't deserve to be on the losing team of any player. Jesus and Sak were very good for us.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. On um, popular opinion, I'm actually going to say Bruno Fernandes just because he, he sets the tempo for the team and um he does. He had made a lot of crucial runs
1: and I mean, he had the- sweet free ball for, um was it the second goal Rashford scored?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, that's it was, it was open, man. That, that, that goal really pissed me off. We were too open. Uh, Gabriel, like, Gabriel, messed, up. Gabriel messed you up. So if, if the next question is going to be the lowest performance on that pitch, Gabriel was crap. Oh, my goodness.
1: He was It's awful, the hair bro. transplant, bro. <laughs> uh, it's not come through yet, you know. It's peak. But, yeah, but, let's talk about now, yeah. Let's talk about Haaland. Because I want to talk about the Premier League goal scoring record, in it? It's currently held by... Salah. Yeah. Salah, yeah. That's going. I'm not going to lie. Easy. Man is on what? Was it nine goals in five games? I, no, I think it's ten goals it's in double figures yeah, right seven. now. Like, how are you on ten goals before? What's going on? I don't bro,
0: know. September just started, basically.
1: People were saying, oh, yeah, he's not going to get more than... I see you lot don't know who this guy is, fam. They're saying, oh, yeah, he's not going to bag more than ten. He's got ten already.
0: So, okay, so... Mandem, how much do you think he's going to score by the end of the season for Premier League? I'm not going to lie, to break the record. 35. I'm saying, off the, if he doesn't get injured, 35.
1: Hmm. I'm going higher. I'm saying 40. No, 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 no. I'm
0: saying 40. Someone has to two foot him before he gets... It's not a farmer's league. Someone has to break his leg before he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro, bro, bro. I'm listen, not
1: going to lie, bro. Listen. Listen.
0: Do you know you why I,
1: you know I say he's going to get 40? That's not going to be the last hat-trick he scores in the brown. 100% not. 100% not. Yeah. He's going to... i say I'll say minimum 35, high-end 40. Hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah Salah's record is gone, bro. I'm sorry.
0: Basically, minimum 30 goalies again. Yeah, facts. But on the road, though, do we have a problem? Like, do we have central yes. potential for a Farmers League to be developing in Premier League? Because the way Haaland is playing, yeah, and obviously, you know, City will also compound next year. he would get better year after year. Do we have a problem? No, okay.
2: we'll never become... I don't think we'll ever become a Farmer's League, but I don't think... Uh, I don't think anybody will win the league until Pep leaves, put it that way.
1: It's not going to be a Farmer's League. If anything, this is now the Super League. That's what it's turned into.
2: True. It, yeah, like, every, every team is strengthening like mad.
1: Yeah, team like Nottingham Forest literally signed 22 players. That's true. um went to West yeah, Ham. Newcastle now has Paul because they've got money. Uh, like you've got, imagine Coutinho's chilling at that villa. That's true. Like, deep it, Coutinho is chilling at that villa and they got him for like, what, 15 mil or something dumb like that. Yeah. Like, there's literally like, every club has at least one star player and it's not like some random star player. It's like, a player that could, given a good run of games, could go for like, 60 million euros to the right mile. Like, yeah. mad. Like, this is the most like, competitive the Premier's been ever.
2: Like, yeah. players from Sporting, like, Payinha going from Sporting Lisbon to um, Fulham yeah.
1: I was I even reading an article that. the other day. I think I think it was either the athletic or um I can't remember what it was. I think it might have been the athletic, but it was basically explaining how um, football's changed in Europe now where a lot of players' agents are telling them to um stay in the country they're playing in because essentially um Spain, France, and Italy, their leagues have basically become feeder leagues for the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Deep like, it. The Premier League's gross spending was something like it was over a billion pounds.
0: Yeah.
1: And then the next league was 50 mil La Liga. Like, do you know how mad that gap is? One bill and then 50 million. Huh. Like Nottingham Forest spent more than La Liga alone. That's mad. Like the Premier, just there's too much money in there right now. But I wouldn't say it's gonna become a farmers league. But I'd say the Super League is here. Like the very thing that they were trying to avoid has already happened. Yeah. It's kind of unfair to the other leagues because they, they literally can't compete. Like, there's nothing they can do. The only thing that was making people watch La Liga was when Messi and Ronaldo were there. Yeah. They left. So it's like, what? Yeah, unless you're Spanish, you're not, really watching, you're not really going to be like, oh yeah, I'm tuning in to watch Betis versus And like, No one cares.
0: Words. But Well, you know, we sin though. Because I believe over the summer or very early on in our in this, in this season of BTB yeah, we actually compared Haaland to a certain striker that's not doing that much. Oh,
2: ninjas because oh uh,
0: my man got a red card for headbutting. That's again that's squeezy We are we never doing again. Be
1: man. <laughs> you too headbutting people, fam.
0: Just, <laughs> like it was serious comparisons too. It's scary. Exactly. It's not even close. It's not even close. I think the closest comparison to Erling Haaland right now. It's not the Premier League. It's Mbappe. Because Mbappe was fantastic against Juventus.
1: Yeah, I hear that. He
0: was mad. Yeah, him and Neymar as well, cooking. All right, man. Them. Let's let develop the conversation even more. Let's give a sample size of ten years. And um, how what do you think Harlan's trophy cabinet would look like at City after that ten years? If he, personal achievements as well.
1: If he hypothetically stayed for ten years, yeah, I would say he'd have about three Prem's. A Champions League,
0: yeah.
1: I say one Champions League. I don't think more than one.
0: Yeah. Um, Multiple FA Cups. Yeah,
1: I say about two, three FA Cups. Yeah. Um, I'd say he'd win one Ballon d'Or. I say he'd win one. Possibly. Yeah. I say he'd win at least one Ballon d'Or, and probably like two League Cups.
2: Yeah. That's city's bread and butter. The League Cup, honestly. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll go the same as Denzel. I am gonna pose another question. Actually, um, is there any defender in the Premier League you guys think can stop Erling Haaland? Because I asked this once on Twitter, and people are giving names like Van Dijk. These man, I want to say Van Dijk. No, that is right. Van Dyke is not. Right. Lissandro but,
0: Martinez.
1: Lissandro. at is at four foot, bro?
0: It don't matter about
1: that. It doesn't matter about that. Haaland will sit on him.
0: Lissandro has heart, fam. That's all you need. You know the amount of the amount of headers that Harlan wins is peak. It's <laughs> <laughs> serious. You could do whatever you want, bro. If he chat's bad, you will. We'll, we'll, I swear, Roy, isn't Roy Keane's son at Man United? I
2: have no clue, but he probably has no talent anyway.
0: No, but you could two for him. You know, you know, like continue the, the legacy, break Harlan's um, um, leg, bro. Oh,
2: That's like, like a, he broke um Alfie Harlan's leg. That'd be mad. Do do you know, what you what
1: you stopping Harlan out. That's a pedigree. Reece James is pocketing hard, man. How about that?
0: What? Let's relax.
1: You could even stop is, like, Reece like, James is uh, stopping him, bro. Reece James is stopping him, bro. Nah.
2: William Saliba, just wait on us. Don't worry.
0: Saliba so, could, actually. Saliba so, could, because Saliba's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All jokes aside, Saliba will probably be the topic.
0: You know what I mean? So, when, when, he, when he's not
1: switching off and scoring an own goal.
0: So who's the best centre-back in the Premier League, then? Just as a question. As right well. now. Yeah.
2: I can't say Van Dyke right now. I'm sorry, I just can't. Um, Based off of current form? Yes, uh, There's one guy I want to say, but he plays for my rival, so I'm not sure I want to say. I'm, I know you're thinking of,
1: because I was thinking of him as well. I was going to say Romero.
2: That's what I'm thinking right now, I can't lie.
1: Sure Romero
2: Tottenham? Yeah,
0: he's hard. Right now, yeah. Okay. Okay, who's okay, the best defensive duo then in the Premier League? Not, your, not from your... Is, it is, it is Brand. Oh, I know that's what you're thinking. No, it's he's not from your It's not Lissandra and Lissandra game. Be honest. It's Lissandro and Varane. No, it's No, not, have shame. You lot not getting too excited. It's,
1: bad you, then. it's, it's not Lissandro and Brand. Relax. Relax.
0: Name me a bad duo. I'm waiting. Saliba so whoever, <laughs> so
1: whoever they put next to him is better. I'll take that over Lissandra and Varan. Saliba who? Whoever they put next to him, bro.
0: Saliba and Gabriel, the one that just got torched. That was one bad game. Relax. you got to torch 4-0 by Brentford. Yeah, who was playing? Who was playing? The Demon Maguire.
2: Regardless, for it to be the best centre-back partnership, you shouldn't be getting ripped 90 minutes by Jesus.
1: No, we're, we're, even, we're even forgetting about Ruben Diaz.
0: and uh, wait, Ruben Diaz and who? Stones?
1: Yeah. Nobody
0: watches see. C. Let's be really honest. We know oh. they're going to win anyway. Ruben Diaz is
1: hard. Like. yeah, Yeah, he's
0: good. Can he start... Okay, no, he's in the same team. Mm, I don't know. Well, Haaland's on the league of his own, clearly.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's just when your defence is facing him, you just got to pray, him. it?
0: He won't win the Ballon d'Or, though. That's not how Ballon d'Or works. Ballon d'Or's a popularity contest. Messi will still win another one, even though he's not performing well. Nah. <laughs> I
1: love this. Nah. If that happens, then yeah. Just, that will literally be like the last time anyone will really... Even though Ballon d'Or fell off already and no one takes it seriously anymore. There's no way Messi wins it. For
0: this. Let's be let's be sincere, but I always been a fraud. Thierry hasn't got one. Ribri deserved one. Modric won one. Nah, it's
1: capped. <laughs> Can
2: we go to um another topic on like another striker?
0: Four, um,
1: four, four. Four. Mm-hmm. Four. Ooh, oh understand. no oh. way! Oh my days! In the first minute of the second half.
0: Clock out, fam. Clock out. I love I it. Clock, come, <laughs>
1: I clock, Come Chelsea.
0: Four, We'll Be thinking, what's going on right now? What's oh, going on? Come, come
1: Chelsea, bro. You need a new I to I want even Gerard
0: to be like that. <laughs> I might have dropped Liverpool.
1: Clock needs to come oh,
0: Chelsea. Ger- <laughs> no respect,
1: then Gerard's even worse. No, nah, Gerard will genuinely get that Liverpool team relegated. Well uh,
0: That's a Milner. Milner's put a 3.1 according to one football. That's <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the council you saying.
2: I think we need, uh, we need a whole episode for Liverpool another time, to be really honest. We need a whole episode. because This is scary now. We're bringing Squeeze back for it, 100%. Uh, yeah, we're bringing him back. Um, yeah, so I am going to say another striker after Erling Haaland that's really impressed me in the league has been Ivan Tony. So I want to know what yeah. you guys think of him. He like, would have been... Ah,
1: do you know what's pissing me off, bro? Now that you've mentioned him, yeah? You know we could have got him over Aubameyang.
2: Yeah, I tweeted that as well. Like your couple of strategy. Why did you do
1: that? Obviously, now <clears throat> he's not a manager anymore. Rest in peace. But um, <laughs> he chose Obama Yang over Tony. And I'm thinking, what's, what's, what's the thought process here? He's his favorite son. That's all right. What is What's really going on? You're choosing a, a washed 33 year old that still wears white skinny jeans and drives a reflective Lambo and still has a high top. <laughs>
0: Oh, Kevin, don't forget, he was gassing up by me WhatsApp. He was gassing up me on WhatsApp. Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> was I
1: was, I was, it was copium. it was copium. it was copium. I was trying to feel better,
0: bro. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. You were chatting bare and he played
1: like nothing against that, grip. Bare selfless. It was copium, bro. I was trying to make myself feel better. <laughs> it's, either that or, it's, either, it's either I gas it up or I lie in bed crying every day. Oh too, I have Diaz just scored. Oh, no, no, Milner, oh, yeah. scored. Milner scored. No, I think it was, was Mildred. Oh yeah, no. Maybe he's I don't understand how he chose Aubameyang over Tony, like, you're, to be honest, I do understand because he bought it on himself. He kept saying in every interview, that, like, oh, yeah, like, judge me on my results on the pitch. Like, I want experienced players so I can win now. You've got your experienced players. You've got a team jammed with 40-year-olds and you still couldn't win. It was so, true. Yeah, man. That's, he made his belly. You've got to learn it.
2: Well, yeah, I don't get it because it's like... You had literally Drogba lights at Brentford, and he had to go for Bamiank. We warned you, you know, that he's not good. But the Chelsea cool fans are
1: too yes. cool. He's a great tactician, but talent ID, and we'll get onto that anyway. But yeah, that, that decision, I don't understand. And if Tony doesn't go to the World Cup, Gareth Southgate as well, they need to sack him. I'm not going to lie. After this World Cup, whether we win it or not, Southgate out. I don't care. More. Yeah, man. I haven't Tony. We've
0: for to United. I think the. Correct profile of player we need going forward. How old is he, by the way? Ivan 20. Yeah.
1: He's like 26, 27.
0: Yeah. Like take, he's not old. Yeah. Um, I'd take him. Bro, he's, he's got, got a great team.
1: link
2: up play. He's like what you want from Martial, but Martial's always injured. Yeah. But he scores yeah. goals as well. And he's got a great penalty penalty technique as well. That little one step and then just bangs it.
1: I'm not gonna lie. If he I wanna see an experiment an experiment for the England team if he gets called up, yeah. 4-4-2 with Kane and Tony up top. Mm, that's not bad. I, I think it would ban. I'm not going there. Maybe mobile. like a sub in
2: second the second half. Like, oh, we need them on. Bring him on. Something like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. He he has to get called up, man. He has to.
0: We need him for a penalty shootout because we need good penalty takers, honestly. I think I uh, he I think Kane will let him down though because Kane is not mobile at all.
2: I know, but this guy plays like a number ten. Like his passing is amazing. Everything. So true. that's true. Calm. Yeah.
1: yeah. He'll make up
2: for that. Well no, he'd be perfect for Man United. You guys he, that should be your top target, in my opinion. Like guys are awesome and they're really good, but rather someone that's already like adapted t- to the Premier League and is like, you know, dropping straight in and is all good, really, isn't it?
0: You know who not, you know who United remind me of? You know those uncles, yeah, that spend stupid money, even though they know the product's not good. just So they can say, ah, look how much look how much money I spent. So they can be bragging to all <laughs> the you know what I mean. Like they don't go for what's best for them, they go for the most expensive, just so they can brag about it. You know what I mean? So they won't go for Tony. We we'll go for Austin, and i will be like, "Look, we can spend ninety million pounds. Like we're big, like we're big boys." You know what I mean? But-,
1: but yeah, obviously now, I think it's time to move on to the glaring elephant in the room, which is Chelsea and the fucking dumpster fire of a rebuild slash overhaul that we're going through right now. So, as you all know, two calls been sacked after literally a hundred games in management. Um Personally it's such a tough one because I th- I think it is early and we jumped the gun I think we should have given him to the end of the season but I'm not going to lie after the Zagreb game I was like too cool out bro it-
2: <laughs> you were saying that on WhatsApp last yeah I said
1: too cool out I said it in my chest I'm like too cool out man but I didn't think it was going to be like the next day I was thinking damn like that was a bit quick be then- careful what you wish for you can, then- you, can kill, you can kill the man but not the idea like Roman still lives God bless his soul man he's still he's still here <laughs> Let me he's, blow still, your mind. he's still in this room operating amongst us, fam.
0: So, so Tuku had 100 games in it. Yeah. In his first 50, he conceded 24 goals.
1: Yep. And his second 50, he conceded 53. That's fucking. That awful.
0: is crazy, fam. What's the defense doing?
1: Bro, do you, know how, <laughs> you know what? Even okay, even when you give it context, yeah, fair enough. We lost Rudiger, and I'll, I'll gas it up and say Christensen, then, even though he didn't do anything. You got pumped by a guy that Brentford last season. I remember that 4-1, wasn't it? Yeah, That
2: game yeah.
1: had me laughing. Bro, how can you go from literally conceding like your goals against was something like in the first 50, like 0.25, or we'll say. But let's just say it was 25. And then it changed to something like 1.03. Hmm. What are you doing? We were literally conceding one goal a game. I don't understand. And what's pissing me off here? were earlier, we were talking about Aubameyang. Tupor's thing was he wants experienced players that can play now. He doesn't want to have to build players up. But we were buying a lot of youngsters this wind as well, who we are both fit for the future and should be able to be integrated into the team. Yeah. Two people just said, fuck that. His thing was, nah. Like, Carney Chukwemeka came. He got a couple of games here and there at, um, was it Villa?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Came to Chelsea now, got dumped into the development team. He'll be on the bench, but he won't bring him on. Is that you know, our midfield is dross at the moment, and you won't at least give them a try? Like, it's the beginning of the season, just give it a try and see what happens in it. What are know the th- issue
2: with Chelsea, there's a disconnect between all levels of your club. Like, for example, in terms of your, your youth recruitment, I talk with a Chelsea fan about this. Um, the guy to got, like Chuquemerca, the Katadai guy you got from Inter Milan, mm-hmm. who, which other youngsters you got? Amari Hutchinson
1: Hutchinson Chukwameka Serge
2: uh, yes.
1: um, yeah, yeah.
2: you can see that there's a strategy there that you know you're getting players that will be really good in the future but then when you look at the senior team and the recruits that you made you just think about half of them like why did you get them like Abamiang, why like it's not me being so he can, can score goals but in terms of like link up just fitting into any system that's not the guy you want He's someone like Kukurea is very good, but I was just thinking to myself, why did you not get him in the first place, to be
1: really honest? Um, the Kukurea signing made sense, in my opinion, because Chilwell was coming off of an ACL, and we knew he wasn't, he wasn't going to be the same Chilwell of old straight away.
2: Well, will if he, he be good in the back four? That's my question. Um, if you do play a back four with Potter, I might be wrong, you might not, but.
1: Well, if we don't play a back four, then if we play a back four and you've got Chilwell there in it, and I'm sure he can learn to play left back. It can't be drastically different to playing left one back. It'll just mean that it'll should be pretty similar roles to him. I feel like he should be able to adapt to that.
2: Yeah, and I think the main issue is the fact that you don't have many like great creative players, to be honest. And he didn't Absolutely. really target any creative players. What zero
1: Ziesch does not count. He's too busy smoking shisha and buying Gucci dogs. (laughs) (laughs) We have zero. Mason Mount, who's supposed to be our creator, can't pick a fucking pass to save his life. He holds onto. He just just drills it. Hurts for the best. Yeah, he he holds onto the ball for too long, man. That it just yeah, he's too hit or miss. Um, Sterling, Sterling is an interesting one because there's times where he creates chances out of nothing. And then there's other times where, a bit like Mount, he dribbles on the ball for too long and then ends up missing a run. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the team just lacks creators. And the things, in terms of squad building, Tukul cool, was too focused on trying to like, buy experienced players for here and now so that he could win. And that's what his plan was. He wanted to get results immediately. He kept saying judgment on the pitch. whatever. And we did. the board did. They gave him the players he wanted. And they decided, you know what? It's just not working out. And as brash as it seems and harsh, I get it. One of the things they are saying as well, which is interesting, is um, the whole WhatsApp group thing where they wanted to bounce ideas off Tuchel and ask him loads of questions. And Tuchel, obviously, is one of those coaches that he, he doesn't want to have to do all the admin stuff and all of that. He just wants to focus on coaching the players. Whereas our new board, they want manager that is able to coach the first team whatever but also be part of the investment strategy in terms of which players they should buy all that stuff so Tuchel wasn't really trying to hear that and as well I was seeing that he was very very annoyed at the whole idea of Tuchel not signing Ronaldo so apparently Bolí had really pushed to get Ronaldo and- but this is
2: where he contradicts himself because you want a long-term plan and then you're getting angry not signing Ronaldo
1: this bowling guy, I don't know what he's doing. The thing is, I think he wants a balance of youth in the team and a bit of experience. Whereas Tuchel was like basically one another, another problem as well. Tuchel was really bad at player development. That's something I've noticed. I can't point out one player in that team that's developed under Tuchel. it Mount has plateaued, in my opinion. Fair enough, he got ten goals and eleven assists, but he. Compared to when Lampard was there, it's not a massive jump. Reese James has always been good, but he hasn't gone up a level. He's just basically stayed where he is. He doesn't... Tell me one player he's developed. You look, at, you look at Arsenal, you can say Arteta has... Clearly, I'm struggling, good. I can't lie. Yeah, you look at Arsenal, you can say Arteta, Saka has clearly developed under Arteta.
0: But I would somewhat I would somewhat give him Reese James. Somewhat give him Reese James.
1: Yeah, a little bit, but it's not noticeable enough. Rhys James is kind of like a zeitgeist. He's an outlier because he's always been that good anyway. You can't just say that Tup responsible for anything new we're seeing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Squad development—he's—he's he's bad at that, and his talent ID is spooky as hell, bro. <laughs> the fact that he even pushed to sign Aubameyang and brought him here, and now sat, and now I saddled with a thirty-three-year-old Aubameyang. Just honestly, that's pissing me off. And then the whole thing of him saying, "Yeah, we don't need any midfielders," and then literally panic buying Zakari um, Zaka- on the last day—that, like, bro, what's that about? So you're telling me the window opened in what, July? And you couldn't see that whole time that we, needed, we need midfielders, we need like, the team lacks creators. He said, no, nah, it's cool. It took a couple injuries to happen now, and he's like, oh, yeah, maybe we do. Bro, oh, it's just that the writing was kind of on the... I know it's, it's harsh and everyone's saying, oh, yeah, we're never going to get out of this pattern of hire and suck off the two seasons, but... <sighs> it's it's a tough one because he he didn't do himself any favours
2: so i'll give you a different perspective from what i've seen on twitter so somebody must have tweeted out saying that Tuchel got to five finals in 20 months at Chelsea which is incredible to be honest and mm-hmm. a lot of them is a case of that say if Mason Mount kicked the ball differently or he did better in the penalty shootout he would have more trophies than he has but even then when you look at his honours and what he's done he's done a really good job at Chelsea he's got a Champions League he's got a Super Cup Club World Cup um he was called the best FIFA coach in 2021 UEFA men's coach of the year in 2021 so he's someone that despite the criticisms of like in recent times which a lot of them are very are very valid let's say you probably should have waited because it's somebody that despite the failings in recent times, he's still, like, of a massive calibre. Like, Kevin, what are you thinking? Do you think they sacked him too early or... or not? I,
0: I, I think they sacked him too early. I think Chelsea is yeah. notorious for not really letting things simmer down and, like, looking at things when the dust settles. And I do think that they will live to regret it just because with new ownership, you do need stability somewhere. And that stability would have come from the coach. So see how this season goes and wherever he ends, you can analyse the situation in the summer. Would have been the best solution to make, especially considering yeah. that they gave Tuchel um, basically the license for everything this summer. Am I not, am I not mistaken, Denzel? They, like, they, they,
1: they, told yeah, they told him they gave him two hundred mil and they're like, just get who you need, it, just get it done.
0: Yeah, so now taking the, the, taking the master coder out of that now, Graham Potter is going to have to do what he can between now and January, and I don't think the owners well, Obviously, if they're willing to spend, then maybe but I don't see the owners wanting to spend that much money in January and clubs don't notoriously sell that much in January. So this season is a write-off anyway. You might as
1: well just have waited for yeah. to- That's what I'm saying, that personally, it doesn't make sense to back him, give him 200 mil.
0: Yeah.
1: Then sack him after, what, seven games in charge? Seven games, yeah. It's like, bro, what's... It's just it's a mind-boggling choice that, honestly, they're talking about this whole thing like, yeah it's been something that's been in like a long-term plan to transition the club into like new, whatever. It just sounds like bullshit to me. I can't lie because I don't believe if we beat Zagreb, they would have still sacked him. Mm -hmm. As well, I think a lot of the players are responsible as well. We've got all these players complaining about, oh yeah, they weren't getting picked. And fair enough, Tuchel is very stubborn. Like this whole idea he has of like Mount has to play pisses me off. Because one, he plays him every game when Mount plays shit has a clear dip in form he still plays him and two he plays him out of position Mason Mount is not a winger yeah. he's not I need everyone to get that into their skulls Mason Mount is not a winger bro it doesn't look nice it doesn't work yeah. just just leave it out he's a number eight simple even this whole thing of playing with double sixes. Gallagher is not a six Gallagher is not a six. If you watch him at Palace, you can see that he, he, you're not, he's not a player that you leave to sit in midfield. That's not his job.
0: Then, okay, he's, so, like, he's,
1: like a, he's like a Rottweiler. You have to let him run around.
0: So to progress the conversation forward then, now Graham Potter's looking most likely to be your new manager. Yeah, he is how, at this point. How do you suspect things will go... Like, What do you see happening within, from now to the end of the season?
1: The way I see it, there's two things I want to say. One... I think if I was Graham Potter, I would have waited till the end of the season to join Chelsea. I wouldn't leave Brighton to come to Chelsea right now. <laughs> I would have. I would have the, goal to see- the pay is massive, though. Yeah, I know, but it's obviously, obviously Potter's. Like, I'm still excited to have him as my manager. I'm not gonna lie because I feel like English managers don't get enough chance at the top level. Like of the big six clubs, none of the none of the managers are English. Yeah, it's true. It's a, which is a problem in my opinion because they never get a look in it seems like for some reason in this country english managers their level is always seen as mid table you know people feel like a manager like eddie howe his level is like newcastle even if newcastle suddenly does great they feel like he should never be in the conversation for a big job like city or whatever it's just yeah. weird even it, trans- it then translates into like the fa with like manage english managers not really getting chosen to manage england we end up getting foreign managers but um, anyway, now that Potter is coming, there's two things that I think will happen. I think we'll start playing better football, much better football than what Tuchel was doing. And I think a lot of players that didn't expect to get dropped will get dropped. I don't think Mace Mount's going to be a regular starter. Yeah. I feel like Costa will come in and it's going to be a meritocracy. There's no like, oh, yeah, you're the face of the club, so you have to play. I feel like everyone will have to earn their place. Um, and I think he will actually give some of those new young players that we bought a chance because everyone knows that one of the, um, Potter's key strengths is he's very good at developing the talent. Yeah. Which is a shame that um, hudson when has already like, gone out to Leverkusen. Like, he had to get free from Tuchel, man. He
0: had, <laughs> yeah. he
1: had to get free from the chains of playing wing-back. He had to, bro. He, been
2: ama- he would be amazing, with Potter. That's actually quite That's
1: sad. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, oh, it's a shame, but hopefully... When he comes back from his loan, he'll cook a potter in it. But I'm excited to see what happens. But at this point, I've already written off the season. Like, it's done. Whether we finish top four, six, seven, I don't really care. I want to see, I just want to see some signs of positive progress when Potter comes. I want to see that the team's playing better, attractive football, we're scoring goals, and the same nonsense that was happening on the two-ball isn't happening anymore. I don't want to see stupid defending and stupid mistakes and the lack of creativity. I want to see... You can't actually say right now how Chelsea plays. Like, What is our style of play? You can say what Arsenal's style of play is. You can't say what ours is. I think when you started
2: under Tuchel, you were a team that was very compact, but you would use your wing-back so well to a point that nobody could control them. Then it got to a point where people figured out Chelsea, I guess. But the thing with Potter that is good is that we know that his brand of football works at Brighton. Yeah. And he's done it with players like um, Pascal Gross. I don't know where they got him from. Must be somewhere in Germany. Um, guys like um, McAllister. Again, these are all players that aren't really known. Kaiseido. Nobody
1: is on the shoestring budget. Yeah,
2: and he's, he's literally had them right now, at least, competing for Europe. That's how good he's been at Brighton. So I feel like he'll be a massive success at Chelsea, at least for the first year and a bit. But one thing that I will warn for you guys is that I'm not sure. Well, firstly, I'm not sure if you guys will have the patience with him in case things do go a little bit badly. Because going back to Tuchel, you actually only gave him 18 more days than Frank Lampard, which is crazy to hear. Only 18 more days. Yeah. So your team is, in general, you're very kamikaze when it comes to um, keeping managers and stuff. Then I remember from last year, I've done my research, which is good. There was a game... You guys Not you guys, sorry Brighton played Leeds I think it was like A nil-nil draw And Potter was being asked Some questions by the media um, Saying Because there were some Brighton fans that were booing And they weren't happy with how You know Things have been going In recent form And then I think they asked him Is the reaction from the fans Like justified And I think Potter was like "In unquote, Well they justified To their opinion I disagree with them completely <laughs> so Imagine like let, I hear
1: it I hear no, it. but imagine him
2: saying that to, like, Chelsea fans that are getting mad or booing, and he's like, oh, I don't agree with you, man. Like, you got to understand that the expectations at a bigger club are, you know, far higher. Maybe I'm just, you know, waffling, and maybe he will deal with the expectations, I guess. But he was even saying stuff like, oh, maybe I need a history lesson on Bryce. I'm like, come on, like, let's just chill a little bit. That's,
1: <laughs> like, they're a small club. What do you want me to say?
2: That's yeah, man. but the pressure, <laughs> the pressure is higher. I'll, I'll, <laughs> the pressure is higher at I'll, Chelsea. So he's a great manager, but he's got to make sure that you know his temperament is there and that you know he can handle if the fans end up trying to turn on him. But yeah, 100%. no, I think yeah, it's more about having patience with him, really.
0: I think in light of everything we're saying, so just to, I think good summarizing point for the end of the pod is Liverpool's currently losing four one. Man City is more or less doing what Man City does. Chelsea are currently in crisis. United are somewhere in the middle and Arsenal seem to be on the rise. Are we reaching our next transitional period in the Premier League era? Yeah,
2: Ten Hag said it himself. He was like... Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
1: man. I think the Premier League is going to open up. It's going to be between Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool and eventually Chelsea. And I think it will stop being just City and Liverpool and I think the rest of... The quote unquote big six will actually start to act like the big six. popular sure.
0: opinion United will reach a promised land before Chelsea. Um, I it as, as top is top right top now, top. yeah. What is the what Low is, what, what is the, promise
1: the promised land to me is you've got to win a trophy.
0: No, okay, okay, obviously not, but like the promised land is like relevant. Okay, so
1: then, you're not, then you're not doing that before Chelsea, then?
0: No, 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 we got, I mean, irrelevant, so I mean, like, we're actually making the right choices because I think you're underestimating. Because Abramovich was a different type of owner. But this Todd Bowley guy, I'm not going to lie to you. He gives me Glazer vibes. I'm not going to lie to you. Gary Neville tweeted calling him Todd Woodward. That was crazy. Yeah, he's too hands on. He's <laughs> too hands on for someone who, who do not know anything about football. So I'm not going to lie the to you. LA Dodgers. Things are going to go a lot worse than they go, than it gets better for Chelsea. I'm not going to lie to you. So I, I firmly believe that United will reach a promised line in terms of relevance and actually trying to compete for things before Chelsea do. But I firmly I think that will be. Between City, Chelsea, uh, between City, Arsenal, Tottenham, and United, I think.
2: Let's take out Tottenham, trust me.
0: I'm not even trying to mock it, but Con- nah, Con- nah. Conte
2: will just explode randomly and, you know, he'll as he <laughs> will <was>. leave. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then you'll see what happens next. Yeah. And they, they're going to say one, one last dance for Pochettino, fam. I need a bad one. Thing oh, sorry. Do you know one thing i say in
2: favour of Chelsea? like what? how Ten Hag has come to United and I won't say he's changed everything yet, like in the very early days, but mm. a good manager makes a whole load of difference. Even if the structure behind them is not the best, mm. at least having someone that is a great manager can mean that eventually good changes filter through across the board. And I mm. feel like when Chelsea get a potter, you'll see like some changes happen
0: immediately. However, to oppose that though, yeah. based, based off of on paper, Tuchel's uh, admission to the Chelsea position is a lot more, it's something to be a lot more excited about than Ten Hag being, being um, obtained by Manchester United because Tuchel came with a lot more experience than Ten Hag did. So, based off of that, I think Chelsea are fucked. I'm not going to lie to you. If Graham Potter don't slap, who are they getting? I'll probably get Zidane. It's, it's yeah, on.
1: Zidane is what I was going
0: to say. And even Zidane himself, I think he's one of the most overrated managers in
1: Europe. I think Zidane really? is. He overrated. won two Champions Leagues back to back.
0: He he... He had infinity stones.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter though, because there's other managers that came with that same team that didn't win that. Nah, 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 Denzel, let's be honest,
0: fam. This is we're talking about noodle here Ronaldo, fam. Ronaldo that can run. (laughs) (laughs) run
1: You
0: know what I mean? So like he had infinity stones. Like he had Thanos. 94 Ronaldo FIFA. Yeah, 94 (laughs) Ronaldo FIFA. Square Basil kicks. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean, so I don't I actually don't I don't think the Dan's that good of a manager. I think he just got carried by the caliber of team he had. So that, like, like Ancelotti
2: gets was carried was. by the team that he has.
0: Yeah, is that what you're saying, bro? No, 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 he's different because Ancelotti's now got a new transitional period and he's actually overseen that transitional period fantastically. In addition, through his development of Benzema, he who hey,
1: if he doesn't hey, retire, wait, 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 wait. if he doesn't retire and put a flops, bring Ancelotti back. One last dance.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> bring him sure. Back. You don't know, relax. <laughs> bring him back bro but obviously it's easier said than done and Todd Bowley seems very controlling so realistically is sort of like Ancelotti with all that calibre really going to be answering to my man when you know that the owner doesn't have any um, any credibility in the game
1: no he's going to um, after Madrid.
0: he says retiring anyway so I think, so I, I think I'm not going to lie Chelsea
1: I think your demise is coming and I'm going to enjoy it we need <laughs> Marcel I think I deserve and I will love it <laughs> <laughs> But no, we need a sporting director, man. This bowling needs to chill. I get it. I think we've all been there. You know, when you buy a FIFA and you play manager mode and you think, you know what? This would be sick if I could do it in real life. I think that's what's happened with bowling.
0: I think yeah.
1: he, he, he caught FIFA 22, and he was like, rah, this is actually kind of sick. <laughs> now he's going, you know, there's a quote. He got Anthony Gordon there. for 60 million as well. I Honestly. think it was either in the Telegraph or one of them, yeah. He was going around speaking to the players directly. He was asking Reese James, Thiago Silva, and who was the other player that he asked? How they feel? They were asked me to dinner. Yeah, why are you bringing my back? What's going on? What are you doing? What do you think you're doing? You brought the captain, dinner for what? All the McDonald's or something, man. Don't piss me off. Honestly. Like this whole thing of asking the players, he's he's a bit too comfy for my liking. You see how Abramovich was heard, but not seen. (laughs) That's yeah. on, bro. You, don't, I, I shouldn't be seeing you walking around the club like you're the janitor. <laughs> to go and sit down in the office somewhere. <laughs> Fam, he was he was even in
2: Zagreb as well. We haven't spoken about a Zagreb? Like, Fofana got outpaced. the crap,
0: he's food.
1: dead. Dead food. Look, look, look. <laughs> he's a purchase for the future. You might need to just allow him to breathe. How old is he? He's twenty-two, bro. How did Sandro? <laughs> Lissandro's at 30, bro.
0: He's older He's definitely older
1: Lissandro's at 35,
0: bro. Nah, don't, don't just say Don't <laughs> just say I bet someone Google it Nah, I'm joking <laughs> Lissandro <laughs> is Lissandro's my guy, bro
1: Nah, I'm going to find out his
0: age now
2: That's a power to midgets He's
0: 24 Yeah, he's 24 24, so I'm not going to lie to you In two years' time He's not going to be good as Lissandro In two
1: years' time He will be better than Lissandro
0: no, no it he will be, will be as good. He yeah. wouldn't be better than this What you bought, yeah? You bought us a, a, a slightly lighter in complexion, on McConnell. <laughs> the McConnell's not that bad to more years and recent better. times. Your defense, I'm not going to lie to you. Chelsea is a very scary place. I'm honestly being so sincere with you. Because even Mason Mount is meant to be your version of Saka and he's crap.
1: No, our version of Saka is, is playing in Bundesliga
0: right now. And Relax. That, and no, I don't disrespect us like this. And he's
1: crap as well. <laughs> He was meant to be the chosen one, but his development got shafted, man. you're going to hell, bro. <laughs> what's that, man? But no, I just there's so much happened. Just ah, uh, everyone wished it could be different, but what's happened happened. Didn't it? Everyone just got Don't don't cry because it's over. Smile that it happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at this guy. yeah yeah. it's been the BTV podcast thank you guys for listening make sure to follow us on Twitter make sure to rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple we'll see you again soon